This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. What's up, everyone? My name is Russell, and what time is it? It is Hero Time, in which I'll be bringing you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your hearing pleasure. Coming up this week, the voice of Batman kicked his bucket. Dave Bautista posts a video of himself in Gears of War armor. The brand new Avatar The Last Airbender animated movie gets a new release date. And Hogwarts Legacy has a new gameplay along with character creations. But first up in our top story, breaking news from IGN that Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman in the 1990s animated series, the Arkham series of video games, and more, has passed away at age 66. Announced on Facebook by animated series co-star Diane Pershing, who played Poison Ivy, and confirmed by Warner Brothers Discovery, Conroy died on the 10th of November following a short battle with cancer. He's been ill for a while, but he really put in a lot of time at the cons to the joy of all his fans, said Pershing in the post. He'll be sorely missed, not just by the cast of the series, but by his legion of fans all over the world. I don't have the words, not today. My heart is broken. There will never be another. He is Batman. R.I.P. legend, tweeted Tara Strong, who played Harley Quinn in the series. Conroy also played Batman in the Killing Joke animated special and the Multiverses video game and played Thomas Wayne in the upcoming Batman Cape Crusader, though it's unclear if he will still feature in the role following his death. Other co-stars shared their love for Conroy in a Warner Brothers Discovery press release with Mark Hamill, who played the Joker in several productions, saying simply that Kevin was perfection. He continued, He was one of my favorite people on the planet, and I loved him like a brother. He truly cared for the people around him. His decency shone through everything he did. Every time I saw him or spoke with him, my spirits were elevated. In the documentary, I Know That Voice, Kevin Conroy tells this unforgettable story about working at a food relief station in Manhattan in the days after 9-11. It's one of my favorite stories he told about the power of his talents. Rest in peace, Mr. Conroy, tweeted Henry Gilbert. Casting and dialogue director Andrea Romano also shared her appreciation for Conroy following his death. Kevin was far more than an actor whom I had the pleasure of casting and directing, she said. He was a dear friend for 30 plus years whose kindness and generous spirit knew no boundaries. Kevin's warm heart, delightfully deep laugh and pure love of life will be with me forever. 
several other fans and friends of Conroy took to social media to voice their love of the actor, including actress Tara Strong, podcaster Henry Gilbert, Injustice co-creator Ed Boon, games industry veteran Jeff Keighley, and many more. Everyone in the pop culture community are gathered to remember and celebrate the life and times of one man whose voice of a character so iconic as Batman becomes a memory that everyone will never forget. That man was, of course, Kevin Conroy. Rest in peace. Up next, reports from IGN confirmed that Dave Bautista really wants to be in Netflix's Gears of War movie as the Guardians of the Galaxy star and Drax himself posted a video of himself in the game's iconic armor on Twitter. I can't make this any easier, he said, tagging both Netflix and the official Gears of War Twitter account. The move is well-timed given that Netflix announced the Gears of War film just a few days ago, alongside an adult animated series. The footage isn't brand new, however, as it comes from a 2019 Gears 5 trailer featuring Bautista after he was announced as a playable DLC character. But the actor clearly thinks it's the right time to pitch once again for the role of Marcus Phoenix. He previously turned down a role in the Fast and Furious franchise in order to pursue the Gears of War movie and has described Marcus Phoenix as being his dream role. They wanted to talk to me about Fast and the Furious, and I said, I'm not interested. Let's talk about Gears of War character Marcus Phoenix, he said at the time. He also commented that those creating the film could give some word about his desire to join the project, though it's not stopped Bautista from continued his campaign work. A Gears of War movie has been in the works since at least 2007, but languished in development hell for much of that time. Several writers have joined and since left the project, with the movie changing hands from New Line to Universal and eventually making its way to Netflix. Gears of War was originally released in 2006 on PC and Xbox and tells the story of a squad of troops embarking on a desperate final mission in an attempt to put an end to a war between humans and a race known as the Locust on a planet called Sierra. Up next, IGN reports that Paramount has confirmed a 2025 release date for its previously announced Avatar The Last Airbender animated film. As reported by Variety, Avatar will bring its next movie to the screen on October 10th, 2025. It's the first of three planned Avatar movies from Paramount and Nickelodeon, but little else is known about the project right now other than it's being referred to as the untitled Aang Avatar film, with Lauren Montgomery at the helm 
as director. As the project name suggests, the first film from Avatar Studios will focus on the series' original hero, Aang. Unfortunately, there hasn't been any specific plot details shared just yet, such as when in Aang's life the movie might take place and whether any other characters from the original series might make an appearance. Several Avatar veterans are returning to assist Montgomery with the first movie. Series creators Brian Konietzko and Michael DiMartimo, who previously stepped away from Netflix's live-action Avatar adaptation, are on board as producers alongside Eric Coleman, the executive producer and production manager of the last Airbender series. All three films are being developed under the Avatar Studios banner, which was launched last year with the goal of creating original series and movies set in the beloved world of Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra, for release on Paramount+, Plus, Nickelodeon platforms, and unspecified third-party platforms, as well as in cinemas. It was also announced last year that Nickelodeon has started laying the groundwork for an Avatar Airbender universe that would encompass multiple TV series and movies across various platforms. Avatar Studios leaders Konietzko and DiMartino noted that there are still many stories and time periods in Aang's world to be covered on screen. The final report of the day, reports coming from, you guessed it, IGN, states that Avalanche Software and Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment showed off a host of new gameplay during the new Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy Showcase last week, including the character creator, the combat, the user interface, and so much more. It constitutes the deepest look so far at the open-world Harry Potter game, which casts the player as a fifth-year student within Hogwarts. It revealed how the new game will bring Hogwarts to life, starting with the Hufflepuff common room and continuing through various parts of the castle. The tour included fresh details on the various quests, collectibles, and other aspects that should be familiar to fans of open-world games and RPGs. One of the main concites is that the main character is behind other students, so they have to complete a variety of mini-quests to catch up. These quests are catalogued in the Wizard's Field Guide, which tracks elements surrounding combat, quests, collections, and rooms of requirements. Classes, meanwhile, will be optional side quests, providing players an opportunity to advance their spells and learn more about the various professors. The showcase also included a look at the character creator, which includes a variety of hairstyles, including dreadlocks, comrows, as well as freckles and other options. The hero is shown wearing a Victorian bow tie, waistcoat, and duster. The developers confirmed 
that you'll be able to change your appearance in-game by going to a barber shop in Hogsmeade. Along the way, the developers acknowledged some of the elements the team couldn't include, such as Quidditch, Gobstones, and Wizard's Chess. While they weren't able to include everything, they said, they tried to include most of these elements in the narrative in some way. The showcase concluded with a brief look at the combat as the player battled a dummy in a dueling club, which is housed in the Hogwarts clock tower. The developers also hinted at what lies beyond the walls of Hogwarts, providing that players will be able to visit every area they can see while looking over the vast Scottish landscape below. Warner Brothers showed comparatively little of Hogwarts Legacy's gameplay ahead of this showcase, instead focusing on story elements like the inclusion of the unforgivable curses. Like the rest of the Harry Potter franchise, Hogwarts Legacy has been swept up in a controversy surrounding J.K. Rowling's continued attacks on transgender people, which has split fans and even the cast of the movies. Hogwarts Legacy is under development by Avalanche Software for Xbox Series X or S, Xbox One, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. It is set to release on the 10th of February in the new year. And that's all the time for Hero Time this week. Thank you very much for listening to this week's edition of Hero Time. Join me again next week where I keep you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your absolute hearing pleasure. And don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Phoenix Hero Time for all the pop culture news I post. And if you want to catch up on this week's episode of Hero Time, listen to it again on Phoenix Radio Podcast. Thanks again for listening. My name is Russell, and for all the music and programs you love, keep it right here to Phoenix Radio Online on phoenixradio.com.au and on the TuneIn Radio app. Farewell.